What Remains Inside Chapter 5 Terry dropped me off and I walked into the brick building by myself. The hallways were clean and quiet. It seemed like a long walk to the office. I opened the door and walked to the front desk. Teresa Barrow, I said. The woman looked at me for a moment. She had orange lipstick and her hair was in two long braids on either side of her head. She might have been my mother's age, but dressed younger. She handed me a clipboard. Just a few questions. Are you going to pay with cash, Teresa? I had the money crumpled in my pocket. I pulled it out and it came out kind of a mess of 10 and $20 bills. Some of the money fell on the floor. I picked all the bills up, crumpled, and put them on the counter. She raised her eyebrows, smiled, and started straightening and counting the money, bill by bill. That's fine, she said. When you're done with the paperwork, please bring it back to me. I sat down and looked around. There were a lot of people there. It was a Saturday morning. There was a girl who caught my eye. She looked very young, maybe 12, maybe not. She was leaning against her mother's chest and her mother was smoothing her hair. The girl had a blank look. She stared straight ahead. I tried to smile at her, but her mother glanced over and gave me a funny look. She kissed her daughter's forehead and sighed. I decided to move to another area of the waiting room once I turned in my paperwork. I sat down near a bunch of brochures and there was a small viewmaster sitting on the table. I looked inside. It said, pelvic exam. I clicked the lever and there was a picture of a metal clamp. I had never had a pelvic exam and the clamp gave me a tight, sick feeling in my stomach. I clicked again. The picture showed a woman in a hospital gown. Her feet were up high on pedals. I got another sick feeling in my stomach. I closed my eyes and clicked again. When I opened my eyes, there was a drawing. I could tell it was the clamp and it was inside of the woman's body, but I wasn't sure from the drawing how it worked. Teresa Barrow? A voice called. I realized they must have called my name a few times and I hadn't turned to look because I wasn't used to being called Teresa. I put the viewmaster down and looked up. Here, I said and raised my hand. We need to take a blood test and then we'll have you talk to the counselor. I got up and followed the woman. After the blood test, the woman brought me to the counselor's room. The counselor was a young black woman. She wore a scarf around her head and had big hoop earrings on. She too had orange lipstick on. Her desk was small and the counseling room was small. Teresa, right? She said. Yes, I said. Well, we confirmed your pregnancy, she said. Do you have any questions? I tried to think of a question because I thought she expected me to have some questions. I tried to think of a question that an older girl might ask, something a senior would say. I really didn't have any questions. I just wanted it to be over. Can I still have babies after this? I asked. She looked at me for a moment, then put the chart on the table. Would you have an abortion if you thought you could not have children again? Yes, I answered honestly. Well, you will be able to have children again. Having an abortion will not affect your ability to have a child when you choose to. Okay, I said. Do you have any other questions? No, I said. Okay, well in a few minutes they'll take you in. Do you have anybody here with you? My sister's picking me up afterwards. So you have a ride home? Yes. Pretty soon I was in a hospital gown, like the woman in the Viewmaster. I was lying on a stretcher without any underpants on. I felt strange without my underpants and I kept my legs tight together. 
I touched the bar of the stretcher and it was cold. A curtain surrounded me and I could hear rustling outside of the curtain. I heard metal things being placed down and another woman being asked if she wanted some water. I heard crying and I had a feeling it was the little girl in the waiting room. I started to cry for her. I didn't want that little girl to have a clamp put inside her body. I didn't want her to have to hold her legs open. The curtain opened and a nurse came in. It's all right, little one, she said to me. I'll be with you the whole time. She had an Irish accent. I looked up at her and smiled. It was a faint smile because this woman could not in any way reach me. She could not come close to the fear I had inside me. She couldn't understand what was being taken from me. She started pushing the bed into a small rectangular room with very bright lights. I crossed my legs and clenched my thighs. When we got into the room, there was a doctor in a hospital gown. He was looking at me through a mask. He pulled the mask down. Hi, he said gently. Another nurse stood beside him. Hi, she said. Hi, I whispered. I felt like an orphan in an English story. Trash, garbage, no one would feel sorry for me. I didn't deserve sympathy. The Irish nurse grabbed my hand and she squeezed hard. The doctor started talking and tears began to stream down my face. I was so afraid and I didn't know what to do. The doctor held up the metal clamp and said something to me. The other nurse gently picked up my foot and placed it on one of the pedals. She lifted the other. She put something under my knees to keep them up and to keep my legs wide open. The doctor said something about not moving, that there would be a needle so it wouldn't hurt. He held up a very large needle and leaned down between my legs. The pain was excruciating and I screamed. Then I started to cry hard. The Irish nurse rubbed my hand. She looked at me and held her face close to mine. Did you want the baby? She asked. The baby? I tried to think about what she was saying. The baby? No, I didn't want the baby. I didn't know there was a baby. I didn't want to be pregnant. There was a clock on the wall behind the doctor. I stared at the clock and watched as the second hand went around. I heard a machine start up and I felt the doctor place something inside of me. My stomach started to cramp and I held still. I stared at the clock. The second hand moved around four more times. The humming of the machine stopped. I heard a loud click and then felt my legs gently fall onto the stretcher. An intense cramp shot through my stomach and blood rushed out of me. The two nurses gently lifted me from the operating table back onto the stretcher. They wheeled me into the recovery room and placed a hot towel on my stomach. I lay there for a long time, frozen. I was relieved to be able to clench my legs again. My mouth was dry and I dozed off for a little while. When I opened my eyes again and looked across the room, I saw the little girl on the stretcher. Her mother stood next to her. Her mother rubbed her hand and kissed her forehead. I heard her whisper, it's all done, baby. I could feel myself starting to cry again. The nurse came and told me I could go to the bathroom and get dressed. She handed me a pad to use. I walked slowly to the bathroom, holding the hospital gown closed. I limped a little because my stomach was so sore. I sat down and closed my eyes. I fell asleep for a minute again. When I stood up, blood poured out of me. I put the pad in my underpants. Then I put my purple tights on. 
I walked out to the hallway to meet my sister and her friends who were waiting in the parking lot. 